Today, we're talking about the Florida Gators' new offensive coordinator, Rob Sale. Damian Pierce and Malik Davis are headed to the NFL Draft and previewing today's men's basketball game between Florida and LSU, only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for special new year pricing on the number one cloud financial system for growing your businesses. Happy Wednesday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com. You can find all of my written. We're getting right into this one. I am very excited for it. Rob Sale, who we've spoken about for quite some time, has been named the new offensive line coach and offensive coordinator for the Florida Gators football team. This was kind of expected. You know, Rob Sale, he worked on multiple staffs with Billy Napier, including being the offensive coordinator at Louisiana while Billy Napier was the head coach before Rob Sale ultimately left to go be the offensive line coach for the New York Giants. And I am, like I said, very, very excited for this one. It, it was an expected hire. You know, we've been talking about it since Billy Napier took over and since Billy Napier was named head coach of the Florida Gators, we're like, oh, like who's going to be his offensive coordinator? Maybe it's Rob Sale up in uh, well, New Jersey with the Giants. And this is it. So, uh, yeah, he was Billy Napier's offensive coordinator at Louisiana before going to the Giants. It's been rumored since then. And, uh, you know, I, I'm very excited for it because obviously he's an NFL offensive line coach. He adds a lot of emphasis to this offensive line, which he knew would happen. Darnell Stapleton is also an assistant offensive line coach for the Florida Gators. And that's going to be big because Darnell Stapleton, former starting offensive lineman in the NFL, retired due to knee injuries or and multiple injuries, really, but retired from the NFL and is now coaching with the Florida Gators. Rob Sale just coached in the NFL literally this past week, and he is taking over the Florida Gators offensive coordinator spot, which was kind of expected. Um, And here's the thing, too. Rob Sale, yes, he's been given the offensive line coach and offensive coordinator spot, but I feel like the offensive coordinator thing is more of a game planning. Or not even, I feel like I know it's more of game planning and to kind of justify the salary, of course, that he had to get to come from an NFL team to a college team because – Billy Napier has already said once he took over, he said that he will be the play caller for the offense. So we know that Rob Sale is the offensive coordinator, not in the, I, I guess, traditional sense that people think of as the offensive play caller. He is, of course, going to be involved in game planning, but he is not the offensive play caller. That will be Billy Napier, who is also coaching the quarterbacks for the Florida Gators. So this, this is going to be fun. I'm, in, I'm very, very excited for it. Uh, Sale, again, I mean, with being the offensive coordinator, he's going to be the number two on this offensive staff behind only Billy Napier. And, I mean, look, the Giants' offensive line, they improved in the one year that Rob Sale was there. It was just, as a Giants fan, it was just awful talent, awful depth there. Uh, you could look at the quarterback, awful. The scheme, awful. It was just, it was a crappy team if we're being honest and Rob Sale I mean he improved the team uh and also I get people being like oh like do we really want an assistant from the Giants they were so horrid Joe Judge got fired they were so bad 
I don't care. You know, Rob Sale is a couple of years removed from being nominated for, or from having his offensive line nominated for the Joe Moore award, which goes to the best offensive line in college football. He did that without elite talents. And I think that's an important thing to talk about because this makes Florida so much easier to sell to offensive line recruits. You know, who, who cares about the past? Who cares about Will Muschamp? Who cares about McIlwain? Who cares about Dan Mullen? Who cares about any of that? Because now you look at the staff and you go, yeah, this is a Florida Gators coaching staff that has Darnell Stapleton, an NFL offensive lineman, on staff as the assistant offensive line coach. This is an offensive, this is an offensive staff, a Florida Gators staff that has Rob Sale, who just last week or just a few days ago was an offensive line coach in the NFL. Rob Sale, who has a history of developing talent with lower level recruits when they were at Louisiana. Yeah, they had the top recruiting class in the Sun Belt. That's awesome. But guess what? Top recruiting class in the Sun Belt is still not close to what Florida can pull in this year and in future years under Billy Napier and Rob Sale as the offensive coordinator. There's an NFL coach on staff to say, hey, we got guys to the NFL. You look at the Miami Dolphins. Their offensive line, um, bad. We, we could say bad. Uh, their front office is worse. But you look at the Miami Dolphins and their and their offensive line. Who's been the best surprise, the most consistent player? It's been Robert Hunt. You know who was Robert Hunt's offensive line coach and offensive coordinator in college? Well, it was Rob Sale. Rob Sale has taken players from the group of five and gotten into the, into the NFL to be starters fairly early on. And I get it. They had NFL coaching once they got drafted, but they got drafted based on what they showed. And a lot of that was due to Rob sales development and ability to develop these players. So Rob sales is going to be a huge sell. He sells himself a huge sell. He sells himself. He's a huge hire for the Florida Gators. He's going to get higher caliber recruits here. He was, oh, he was on the Joe Moore, the Joe Moore award without high caliber recruits. Like this is this is a big home run hire, and Billy Napier continues to crush his assistant coaching staff. It, it, it's going to be awesome. I'm, I I'm incredibly excited for this. His offensive line, you know, I've been critical of them, but uh, on the bright side, we're we're looking up. I don't care how you slice it, we're looking up. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolution time. If yours is about getting fit, like so many people, eating healthier, whatever it may be, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. I'm really bad at keeping my New Year's resolutions. I have a sweet tooth. I'm always snacking, always munching on something. It's just, it's bad. It's been better this year. Not that this is, I don't really have a resolution this year. But, you know, I'm, I'm trying to eat healthier. So, I'm that's just in general. So, I'm putting Built Bar into real sweet stuff. It's already coated in 100% chocolate, so I still get the sweetness there. Most bars have just 130 calories with four net carbs, which is what I care about more than anything else, along with 17 grams of protein. You can throw out your hidden stashes of Reese's, Kit Kat, Snickers, Twix. I need to stop or I'm going to go grab some for myself. That's just that's just how it is. And get Built Bar so you don't have to sneak around anymore. Built Bar is always coming out with new limited time flavors, so you'll never, and I do mean never, Get bored of the flavors they offer. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, no space, 1-5, to get 15% off of your next order at Built or BuiltBar.com. They both take you to the same place. Hey, Gators fans, I'm here with an incredible app. Everyone here, if you have a car, if you buy gas for whatever person, you, you, you got to get it. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to $0.25 cents 
per gallon for every gallon, obviously, of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app on the App Store or Google Play right now to capitalize on it. And if you use promo code SCORE, S-C-O-R-E, that will give you a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. So that means that for your first fill-up, you will get up to an additional, or you will get up to a total of $0.50 cents per gallon when you fill up. So if you want to be smart and maximize your you know, your returns there, what you do is you wait till that thing's on E, download GetUpside, put in the promo code SCORE, that is S-C-O-R-E, and you fill her up. There are some people that are making hundreds of dollars cash back every month using GetUpside. It's brilliant. And you can get the cash, you can get it added to your bank account, PayPal, an e-gift card on Amazon or other websites and other places. Just, just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents per cash back or 50 cents per gallon cash back when you fill up. Now looking at the next bit of news we got to talk about today, Damian Pierce declared for the NFL draft yesterday. Malik Davis declared for the NFL draft uh, last week, I believe it was early last week. Um, and so now, I mean, the two most talented running backs on the Florida Gators roster are gone, headed to the NFL. I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, Damian Pierce, we knew this was this was his official declaration, but I mean, he was both feet out the door already. He accepted a senior bowl invite. The NFL is very, I don't want to say high on him, but they're excited to see what he can do there. A lot of people are excited to see what he can do there because ton of talent just he he never really got the opportunities he deserved and that's just so disappointing uh one of the reasons that i am a big big damian pierce fan i think he's the best or second best pass blocking running back in the nfl draft this year which i'm i get it a lot of people are like oh who, who, who cares about pass blocking running backs uh i've seen saquon barkley try to pass block people and it's really awful. Um, so I care about it. Thanks. That, uh, Damian Pierce, uh, come, come to, you know, come to New Jersey, New York area and, and, you know, just, just make yourself some money here. When he was given the opportunity, he made plays in the passing game as a receiver. I'm very high on him. You know, he's, he's just doesn't have top end speed, but he's a powerful, powerful runner. And due to his pass catching ability and pass blocking ability, He's able to contribute in a passing downs role immediately. So he's someone who you'd be, hey, you got enough power where it's it's first and 10. We want to run it right up the gut. You do that. It's third and 11. And we need someone who can sneak out of the backfield and make a play with the ball in their hands and catch the ball. You can do that. It's third and 11 and we need you to pass flex because they're blitzing the hell out of us. You can do that. So Damian Pierce can step in and be a very big contributor right away. And I'm, I'm a big fan of what he can do. I don't think he's going to go super high in the draft just because – I feel like he hasn't made enough flashy plays and people haven't seen him, uh, you know, really play consistently because he just never got the opportunity to. So I think he's going to fall a little bit because of that. But I, I mean, he's going to be a stud, no doubt in my mind. He's going to be a big time NFL player. I mean, he made the most of his limited opportunities. You can look at it, he had 100 carries this year. He had 574 yards, 5.7 yards per carry. Obviously, well, 5.74 yards per carry, if you want to be exact. Uh, 365 of the yards came after contact. He had 13 touchdowns he honestly would have had more yards but a lot of times he just came in on the goal line and scored so he would have had more yards per carry which is i mean would have been better for him 20 percent of his carries went for more than 10 yards 
that that's big. I mean, he had the Missouri game. He had seven carries for seven yards, and that kind of killed his average a little bit. But if you look at that, it's 97 yards. That's 97 carry or 93 carries for 567 yards. Makes it look even more insane. He's just he's been a beast all year uh, in the passing game. He had 19 catches on 19 targets for 216 yards and three touchdowns. He's an all-around contributor. He's going to be a big-time player on Sundays. I can't wait for it. Looking at Malik Davis, he was, I don't want to say one of the more surprising declarations because eligibility-wise, he had maybe one more year. I think I thought he had one more year. I mean, he did, obviously, by the way. He declared um, one more year of eligibility, but he decided it would be best for him to go pro, and I ain't going to tell you what to do with your life. So good job, Malik Davis. He's kind of a do-it-all back, one of those – um, one of those, you know, he, he's good at everything, bad at nothing, but also great at nothing. Uh, kind of, kind of, he's a jack of all trades, but master of none. Running back, there's the phrase that we're looking for. A uh, 92 carries, 482 yards, 276 yards after contact, five touchdowns, 23 catches on 31 targets for 217 yards and two touchdowns. He was just solid throughout. Um, and I think that's what he is. I, I think he's a solid running back throughout. You know, he doesn't have the power of Damian Pierce or the pass blocking ability of Damian Pierce. I think he might be a slightly better receiver. Um, I, again, Damian Pierce had his yards kind of inflated as a receiver because like the Vanderbilt play, I believe it was, where they just threw it up the seam to him. There's no one in the vicinity to cover him and he scored there. So kind of kind of buffed up his yards a little bit. But I mean, Damian Pierce, Malik Davis, they're both big time players that are going to be in the NFL and I think they'll both be contributors in the NFL. Malik Davis might not be early on, but Damian Pierce, I think absolutely will be. So, I mean, that, but that, where does that leave Florida? Because now Florida, you've got Naquan Wright is the only running back that played significant time coming back. You've got Lorenzo Lingard waiting in the wing. So you've got um, Demarcus Bowman waiting in the wings. You've got Trevor Etienne coming in. So this is a lot of talent coming into the running back room, uh, a lot of unproven talent coming into the running back room, because again, Naquan Wright has seen the most time, but he still hasn't seen a lot of time. And I think that we'll see him kind of get involved more in the passing game as well, especially with quarterback being complete toss up right now with Anthony Richardson's health, Emory Jones, possible transfer status, Jack Miller coming in, uh, Carlos Del Rio Wilson. You've got Jalen Kitna. You got so many options and none of them seem amazing. So I think the running backs are going to have to carry this offense this year, which I think is possible, uh, but it's just going to be interesting to see how that works out and who exactly steps up in this running back room. I think Trevor Etienne is going to see a lot of carries early on. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, here we go, the baseball backswing, your hat falls right over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software like a boomer. Ah, disgusting. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close out your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And for the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Head to netsuite.com slash locked, that is L-O-C-K-E-D, for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number 
one financial system for growing your businesses. That is netsuite.com slash locked, L-O-C-K-E-D. To wrap up today's show, we are taking a quick little preview at the Florida Gators men's basketball game against LSU, which happens tonight. And I'm going to let you know right now. Going into this, like when I was when I was looking at the numbers and I was looking at this and I was getting ready to because obviously like I, I obviously there's not a huge script here, but I write down some bullet points to be like I right, make sure I hit these rather than just going 30 minutes off the dome or 25 minutes off the dome, whatever it is. Um I was writing this and going into it, I was like, you know, I feel I feel pretty good. I'm I'm gonna be one of those people who I'm always gonna be optimistic about our gators. Um I don't I don't feel too good about it anymore. I'll let you know that right now. Florida is, of course, taking on the number 12 team in the nation, 14-1 and one LSU. We'll get to that one loss in just a second. Um, but the Gators are playing their third top 15 team in a row. Of course, it was Alabama, Auburn, and now LSU. Uh, LSU's one loss came to Auburn uh, roughly two weeks ago. And, I mean, here's the thing. We're going to get into it, and it's not going to look so good for Florida. But I'm going to start off with the good news, okay? Using the transitive property, which you never use in sports. That's not a good measure of things. But using the transitive property, Florida is the better team here because both of these teams have played Auburn. Mm -hmm. Both of these teams have lost to Auburn. Mm -hmm. But, but. LSU lost to Auburn by 15. Mm -hmm. Florida lost to Auburn by 12. So by the the transitive property, Florida is three points better than LSU. So dial it in. This is a big dub. It's a big dub. It's not going to be a big dub most likely. This is going to likely be a low, low scoring game. I'm going to just let you know that now. Um, I don't know who that favors. I know usually I'm like, hey, if it's a low scoring defensive game, that favors Florida. But I mean, yikes. Uh, Neither of these teams are top 80 in scoring offense, but both these teams are good defensive teams with LSU being top five in scoring defense. Like Florida's great. LSU's kind of significantly better in scoring defense. I'm expecting like a very sloppy and low scoring game, which might, might favor Florida a little bit. Florida's done great in the fast break. So might favor Florida a little bit, but I mean, man, neither of these teams are good at taking care of the ball. They both struggle pretty mightily when it comes to taking care of the ball. Both of these teams are top 20 in steals with LSU being number one one in steals. So I I mean this it, it's going to be ugly. Like there's going to be a ton of turnovers. I'm saying this so definitively that there is no doubt in my mind not a single turnover in this game. <laughs> That's just we're going to somehow see not a single turnover in this game the entire time just cuz why 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 not? Just why not? You know, let's just go with it. Rebounding wise LSU has had a better year on the boards than Florida this year. Of course Florida They've had their moments, but they've been so wildly inconsistent. Uh, I will again bring up the Texas Southern game. I don't care if you're like, oh, it was a fluke. It was, I, don't, I don't care. It happened, which means that it can happen again. That's that's my stance on it. So LSU has done that. And it's, it's just like when I got to the rebounding, that's when I was really like, oh, this, this bro, brother, these guys think this game is not looking good for Florida. On the bright side, Florida's got 
a one very um I don't want to say strong suit, but one Florida's got one pretty favorable matchup. LSU does more of their damage in the paint than they do from three. So if Colin Castleton can stay out of foul trouble, if Anthony DeRuji can stay out of foul trouble, if Jatobo can stay out of foul trouble, and they can just 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 play solid defense. You know, you ever play 2K? Just put the right stick up. That's all you gotta do. Just right stick up and, and play that defense. That's it. That's all I'm asking for you. If you can play solid paint defense, if you can stay out of foul trouble, if you can attack the boards, you've got a solid shot. But looking at the Florida Gators, you've got to step up at every level to win this game. Mike White, you've got to step up at every level to win this game. And I understand it. I I started this segment saying, you know, Florida's going into their third top 15 game in a row. And that is incredibly difficult to overcome or that's incredibly difficult to walk out of and and say like hey we did it we're here let's do it let's keep going and i i get it it's an absurdly difficult stretch but mike white i said it i believe monday's episode. i believe i said the monday's episode mike white we are in year seven of your time in gainesville year seven of your coaching tenure with the florida gators you are still an average team. The roster is not where it should be or not where it could be, and it's your fault. You are in charge of building this roster. So the roster is not where it could be, not where it should be. Another lo- And the seat's already hot, at least amongst the fans. So another loss here really trigger that fan base, and they're already soured on him. So the fan base will not be kind to Mike White if this is another loss. They're already calling him mid-major White, and if we're looking at it for sure, it's it's not looking great. Also, by the way, for the people that are like, oh, kick Flynn Fleming off the team for wanting Georgia to win the national championship, um, shut the hell up. That's all I'm going to say. But I, don't, I don't care what you feel. Flanders Fleming is from Athens, Georgia. Like, he's from Athens, Georgia. He spent four years at Charleston Southern before spending – 14 games so far with the Florida Gators. For you to think that he is just going to completely abandon the team he probably grew up being a fan of. To think he's just going to completely abandon it for a place where he spent 14 games, you are a clown. And also, you're taking things way too seriously because there are NFL players who are fans of other NFL teams that they don't play for. There are college players. I guarantee you, Flan Fleming is not the only Gators basketball player that wanted Georgia to win. He's just the only one that went on IG Live to talk about it. So just just get over it. Who cares? He's a kid that's supporting a team. And for everybody that's like, oh, well, you're just going to be washing cars next year anyway. You're going to be selling cars next year anyway. You're going to be doing this. Guess what? He's a significant contributor to your school's basketball team. So support him or shut up. This is what I mean when I say Florida Gators fans are just like, you're too quick to snap at people and to just want absurd expectations to be reached and exceeded and it just ain't gonna happen that's not how life works thanks for making lockdown gators your first listen of the day every day we are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast don't miss out tomorrow as we'll probably talk more about this florida gators football team rob sales hired in the offensive scheme maybe we'll get into it tomorrow maybe we'll save it for friday next week who knows now make your second listen lockdown bets your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. For Locked on Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Line Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E. 
NINE Sports, and I will see you all tomorrow.